guys. We want to welcome everybody back to another episode of Real Talk with Philip and Lena Mitchell, where we really love to empower people around the areas of faith, family, marriage, parenting, culture, and everything in between. Hey, if you've been impacted by this Real Talk podcast in any way, uh, Lena and I always enjoy hearing from followers. It really encourages us. You can go to our website, philipandlenamitchell.com and hit the link that says share your story. If you're new to a community, we drop a new podcast just about the first week of every month. And um, we're just so excited to be sharing this particular episode with you. We think it's going to be really good and really impactful. Yeah, what's up, guys? So I want to give you all a disclaimer. So um, we are still in quarantine. Yeah. And um, our kids are home. Mm Mm-hmm. The dogs are home. So if you hear just random yelling or maybe a dog barking <laughs> or a lawnmower going, just, it's, it's just you got to give us some grace here. This is this is our life. This is every day for us. And, um, yes, I just want to give you guys a disclaimer. I hope you all understand. Yeah, it's kind of real in the field for <laughs> us right now, guys. And so we're just keeping it as raw as possible. Yeah. So if you hear anything go down in the background. Yeah, you already know what it is. Yeah. So, you know, we're in the middle of our uh, stay-at-home workforce. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we got the stay-at-home workforce going. And we have the homeschool going all yes. at the same time. Yes. So it's a little hectic. Yeah. Um, but we're all going through that, and I yeah. know that we're almost on the tail end of that. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's still COVID season. Unfortunately. Um, it's still COVID season. Things are still pretty bad mm. here in Atlanta, although, you know, a lot of states are reopening, mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. are trying to find some semblance of normal. It's still pretty dangerous mm-hmm. out there, you know, and so... Uh, we just want to encourage everybody, still practice your social yeah. distancing, still Please wash your safe. hands, still use your sanitizer, use your mask in public yep. where it's necessary, and yep. still continue to be safe. Yeah. All right. So listen, we want to jump straight into this episode's content. Uh, got a huge, huge announcements to make. Yeah. Here we go, Trump roll, please. <laughs> On this episode, Lena and I celebrate a huge milestone. We yeah. are completely 100% yes. debt free. Yeah. Let's go. Woo. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. No consumer debt, no credit card yeah. debt, no Woo. car loans. Zero no collection, no collection, just zero debt. And this week we celebrate a huge milestone because we paid off our final debt, which was my student loan. Yeah. A journey that lasted several years and yeah. close to a hundred thousand dollars in debt. And what yeah. we want to do in this month's episode is we want to share with you that debt free journey. Mm-hmm. Um, what steps we took to climb out of debt, uh, where those convictions came from. And the legacy we're trying to set for our family. And at the end of this episode, we're going to give you just some tips for financial stewardship and point you to some resources we think will be a blessing to you. So um, we thank God for where we are right now at the time of this recording. That as we're recording again, Lena and I are completely 100% debt free. We feel like a weight has been lifted Mm -hmm. off of our shoulders. Um, And so we're just celebrating right now. And so we want to take you back to where it all began. At the beginning of that hundred thousand dollars, and just uh, 
the journey we mm-hmm. went on the last couple mm-hmm. of years to kind of get there. And so it began just many, many years ago. Yeah. Uh, really. Yeah. 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 When Lena and I first got married, uh, when we got married, uh, I came into that marriage with a massive student loan debt um, that just continued to accrue. Uh, large amounts of mm-hmm, interest mm-hmm. and it ballooned from 24000 all the way up to $42,000. Yes, Not to mention together, most of it was mine. We had a cumulative <laughs> of maybe another $60,000 in debt. Yeah. And that was just a combination of medical bills. Y'all know credit how this going down. Credit cards, just, car loans, yeah, just, just Sprint. We're not with Sprint anymore. We broke up with Sprint, by the way. Um, but, you know, Sprint bills, just creditors everywhere. Oh, and uh, our total was right around 97000 98000 We was right around $100,000 mm-hmm. in debt. And really, for me, <clears throat> although we were believers, I didn't have a strong conviction yet mm-hmm. about debt cancellation. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's one of those mm-hmm. areas where we kind of know what the scripture says yeah. Um, yeah. subtly about yeah. debt. But uh, I think it's one of those areas that uh, there hadn't been a lot of conviction in yeah. our heart yet yeah. um, uh, about debt. And so we came into this marriage. We had a mountain of debt. And, you know, debt was almost like a part of life. You know, yeah. everybody has a car loan. Everybody yeah. has a student loan. Everybody, everybody, has, a credit everybody has a credit card. Mm-hmm. And so in America, debt is just a part of life. It's yeah. like almost like what we do. We kind of keep debt around like a pet. Yep. It's almost the norm. It's yep. almost hard to find people who either don't have a car loan, don't have a student mm-hmm, loan, mm-hmm. don't have a credit card. In fact, I think the average American home carries well over $16,000 just mm. in credit card debt. Wow. Um, and so it's, it's debt is almost a normal part of yeah. the American life. It's yeah. just the way we have accustomed to living. And Lena and I was the same way. Um, for us, debt was just a part of life. This is just yeah. what it is. You just owe people money. Mm-hmm. And, and that's mm-hmm. just the way it was for us. And so, you know, a large chunk of our income, which was little to nothing uh, for, for so many years of our marriage, was, you know, just going out to, to bills, debt, creditors calling the house all the time, receiving. Yeah. You remember days when we used to have just all those letters in the mailbox, mm-hmm. just you owe this mm-hmm. person, you owe this company. Mm-hmm. We owe, we owe, we owe, we owe, we owe. It would be just so frustrating. Yeah. Just looking at the pile of envelopes of all yeah. the people that we owed. And uh, and really there was no conviction there to pay it down. Everything right. was paying minimums. and Right. And not even paying it at all. Uh, or not even paying <laughs> it at all. Right. And that was pretty Ooh. much our life yeah. um, for a number of years in our, in our early days of our marriage until something changed. Yeah. Something mm-hmm, changed, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it set us on a course um, several years ago to where we are now. Yeah. So, Lena, tell us yeah. what changed. So, guys, so I have always been the one over the finances in our family. So. And let me just say something about that. Um, <laughs> listen, we've taught this in a, in a previous episode, but it, listen, if you're married, we, sh- we want to determine which person has the better financial stewardship convictions. Yeah. And that should probably be the person in the home doing the budget, (laughs) right? right? So I know sometimes we feel like there's an agenda assignment when it comes to budgeting. Like the women should just do the budget. But if she's not good with budgeting and the brother's better, then let the brother budget. And no brother. And I know sometimes as well, the men need to control the money. But if the wife is better Mm -hmm, at budgeting, mm -hmm. let the wife do it. And so if you work together as a team, you want to discover who is better at budgeting. Right. And let that person do the budget. Right. And for any people on listening to this podcast right now, I mean, if you if you don't know how to make a budget, 
you struggle with that, we're going to give you some tips at the end of this episode to kind of steer in the right direction. But yeah. anyway, so Lena handles yeah. all the finances so, in the house. She's yeah, a CFO. Yeah, so ever since we've gotten married, I've always handled the finances. And I yeah. would do like what I would call, what I thought was a budget at the time, not really realizing that it wasn't really a budget. It was more or less I was just paying bills. And so I, um, I always days. had a knowledge of the things we owe, the monies we owe to people, mm-hmm. but I didn't really, like my husband said, have had a conviction about paying everything off. Yeah. Um, my parents, though, my mom, she always taught me to pay her, she always paid her bills on time. So that was one thing I always knew about my mom. She, Come through Elsie Burke. Yes, she never was late on a bill. She never had creditors calling her house. So that's one thing I do remember. She always paid her bills on time. Her and my dad, they put us through college debt-free. They paid off their house Jesus. extremely early. Oh, Jesus. I think it was in less than like 10 years. Debt, crazy debt like free that. college. And so I kind of knew that I wasn't supposed to owe people, but I guess because of our current because of our financial situation at that time, we just didn't really have it. And so one day, I think I was just kind of looking over our um, bills, and I guess it was really, guys, just the Holy Spirit started kind of speaking to me about, okay, you owe a lot of people a lot of money, and you need to start trying to figure out how you can pay some of these people back, you know, like, what can you do? And so I went on the Internet. And I started doing research because I am like the Google queen. I Come love on. I love Google. Research queen. <laughs> research and queen. I came in contact with um, somebody called Dave Ramsey. Shout out to Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yes. And Dave Ramsey of Ramsey Solutions. Yes, come on, we Dave Ramsey. We endorse Dave Ramsey you of Ramsey saved our life. Solutions. <laughs> and, yes. Yes. So I came in contact with Dave Ramsey. I came in contact with something he called the debt snowball. And I think that's when I I really started trying to pay off our debt. When I I didn't even we didn't even go through the teachings yet, but I came in contact with the debt snowball and I started trying to apply those principles to us paying off this debt. And I was realizing, you know, after a couple weeks in, a couple months in, okay, this thing is working. So just really quickly for those listening, let me let me make sure you know what the debt snowball is. So we don't want to be nebulous or vague. So it's mm-hmm. just pretty much a process of when you take your accumulated debt yeah. and you start focusing more of your money towards the little ones. Mm-hmm. So you t- instead of paying a lot of debts with a lot of, instead of paying off all your debts with a little bit of money here, a little yeah. bit of money there, you take larger sums of your check and you just channel it all towards one debt at a time. Right. Starting from the smallest one right. to the largest right. one. And what mm-hmm. that does is as you knock off the smallest one to the largest one, you start to accumulate momentum. Yes. This sense of accomplishment. Yes. Like, wow, we got this Which $50 debt paid off. Yes. We got this $150 debt paid off. We got this $200 debt paid off. We got this $1,000 debt paid off. And one by one, you start knocking down your debts from the smallest right. to the mm-hmm. largest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it creates a kind of momentum that encourages you to keep right. going. That's Absolutely. what the debt snowball yes, process is. is. Yes. So, yeah, so guys, I started doing a debt snowball, and during that time, I was also beginning to listen to his teachings on the radio. So he had 
a live radio. Well, he still has live radio. And live it's actually radio. one of the top financial mm-hmm. radio mm-hmm. shows in the country. Right. So you could definitely right. check that out. And it's on. you could do it online, too. You could do it online. He has an app. Has mm-hmm. an app, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would listen to it every day. I like that. every day like from like clockwork. I, I think it, his program lasted maybe like three hours, so I would listen to it every day from like two to five. Yeah, and I would get so inspired listening to people's stories about how they paid off debt. I was so inspired the way he he Dave Ramsey taught in a way about finances that I had never heard. Yeah, the way he taught about delayed gratification, the way he taught about. You know, be eating beans and rice, like just living bare minimum so you could pay people off. He talked about um, changing the generational. Uh, how, the how generational. He talked about changing the generational financial legacy yes. of your family yes. and bringing your family out of debt right. and setting up your children for right. their future. Right. right. He talked a lot about yes. um, live like no one else now yes. so you can live like no one else right. later. And he was teaching all of those principles all the time. Yes. Yes. And so, um, you know, just listen to that just really started sinking into my heart. So um, I just really got a hold of those teachings and tried to implement them in our lives. I started, um, I don't know, I just thought different and moved a little bit different when it came to money. And um, at a certain point, well, he would talk about Financial Peace University on his program. And at a certain point, I was like, okay, so what is this Financial Peace University? And Financial Peace University is a class that Dave Ramsey offers. I think it's like an eight-week class. And he goes through um, these things called his, his baby steps. Baby steps of, you know, you're paying off debt. You are building wealth. How to you know, how to take care of your finances and all that. So we went to this class, and at first my husband was, like, very much against it. Very, very much. But I convinced him to go to the class. And that wasn't an easy process, guys, <laughs> let me just tell you. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> like, wait a second. I don't want no man telling me about how to run my finances. Yeah. I don't want to go to these class. And, like, Lena yeah. kept bothering me. Honey, I found this class. Yes. It's called Financial Peace University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should go. And I was like, nah. She's <laughs> like, honey, come on. It's really, really good. Yeah. It's only, like, six or seven weeks. I think yeah. you're going to love it. I was like, nah. <laughs> I'm not going to no fun. What is a financial peace right. university? The right. name didn't make any sense. Financial peace university? Nah, yeah. I'm not going. It was, yeah. but she dragged I me to this course. And you guys, once we got in that course, oh my gosh, oh, we just Listen, I came, absolutely oh love it. Oh my gosh, we came out that first <laughs> session and I was sold. I said, wait a yes, second. Yes, every week we were looking forward to going to this course. We were looking forward to people's testimonies in the course of what had they paid off this debt. We were looking forward to whatever the instructor was going to be telling. I mean, like, guys, this course really transformed our minds and our hearts towards money and stewardship. I remember one of the first things they did, I think it was in session one or two, they made everybody write down all of their debt, all of our credit cards. And it was during Financial Peace University, we had cut up all of our credit cards Mm -hmm. and then we started paying off big Mm -hmm. amounts of debt. I mean, I think it was like six or seven weeks Mm -hmm. we went through this course. It was was many years ago. Yeah. 
And um, after that, I remember coming out of that first course and my eyes were open. Yeah. And for the first time in my my life and my Christian walk, mm. I realized the significance of honoring God in this area of our lives. Yes, yes. It was like the seed of conviction yeah, yeah. for coming out of debt was sown into our hearts right. and it began to bear fruit. Right. That passage that Paul wrote to the church in Rome, Romans 13, 8, owe no man anything except yeah, to love him, yeah, come on. Uh, really came alive mm -hmm, in, in our mm -hmm, hearts. Mm -hmm. And from the time we cut out the first course to the second course, by the time we got to the third course, that Lena, Lena and I made a decision, that's it, we're not yeah. looking back. We are going to climb out of this right. massive amount of yep, debt yep, that we are yep. under. And so um, at the end of the course, at the end of the course, what the instructor does is he calculates how much money, I mean, how much debt had been paid off during the course. And <clears throat> we were just so overwhelmed at seeing how, you know, if, if you put your mind to something, how you can accomplish a big thing. And um, we were actually very sad that the course ended we was we, we wanted to keep going um but we came away with came away with the tools that we needed to be better stewards um, with our money and i think also it really trickled into other areas if you're a good if you're a good steward in your with your money it kind of Teach you to, teaches you to be a good steward in other areas of your life. Yeah, so I, I think I think I think discipline. Sometimes yeah, there's a lot is. of us right now who that's may it. struggle with discipline. Yeah, I've struggled it. with discipline. Lena has struggled yeah. with discipline, and we've grown much better over the years. Yeah. And I think if there's anyone out there listening, you're struggling with discipline. We want to encourage you not to beat yourself up. I think if you develop discipline in one area, yeah. you start to develop the fortitude to have discipline in other areas. Right. And so you right. conquer one area and mm -hmm. then it breeds mm -hmm. discipline in other areas. And so this was an area that once we came out of FPU, mm -hmm. Financial Peace University, we, Lena and I, sat down and came together and had a core family conviction. We are going to climb out of this mountain yeah. of debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we set off on a journey of strong yeah. financial stewardship. Yeah. Strong yeah. financial stewardship. Yeah. We begin to live by a strict budget. Yeah. A strict budget that was a cash budget. Yeah. We cut up credit cards. <clears throat> Lena did the budget every single week. Yeah. And during the next, I would say over the next five years mm -hmm. or more, um, there was a lot of times we said, no, uh, we're not yeah. going out. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to the yeah. movies. We're going to yeah. rent from Redbox. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to cook. Um, we're not taking this vacation. Yeah. So there was yeah. a lot of delayed gratification. Yeah. And during that time, we saw people buying new cars and, you know, going for theirs. And sometimes that hurt, you know, it's like yeah. because you want to get yours too. Right, right. But we was on this journey right. of climbing out of this yeah. debt. Yeah. And, um, and we, you know what, guys? And we didn't always get it right. Like, I remember one summer, well, I think I was just, I don't know what was going on, but we ate out a lot. I think I was just tired of cooking. The kids was home. And we spent a lot of money that summer eating out. So we didn't always get it right. Yeah, let's talk like, about that. I think I want to encourage somebody, because there are people probably listening right now, you've already gone through Financial Peace University, and, and maybe you stumbled along yeah. your journey. So let's just go ahead and full transparency. Mm -hmm. 
a full disclosure, Lena and I had some stumbles along the oh, way. Yeah. There was a summer, like she said, we just went eating out like crazy. I think we got fed up of just beans and rice. And <laughs> when, we, when we say beans and rice, I mean, that's literally like beans and rice. And beans and rice is also tagline for, listen, we're making sandwiches, mayonnaise and cheese. Yeah. I mean, we're not eating out. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was a summer when, you know, uh, we had to go get a, a, a different vehicle for my wife. We had to get a different vehicle for myself. We didn't want to do that. We kind of fell back. We yeah. were disappointed. Um, there was a summer where I went out and bought new furniture for our family and kind of knocked us back. And so there were some stumbles over the last yeah. five or yeah. six years because we've been doing this for some time. There, So there were some stumbles over the last couple of yeah. years. Um, and so it hasn't been it hasn't been absolutely perfect. Right hasn't been absolutely perfect so there's been some stumbles but the thing is we've always gotten back right. up and just continued yeah. that journey yeah 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 so we've had to reset several times um and in that reset we had to like just regain focus like just kind of like a come to jesus moment like okay listen this is what we're trying to do this is what we're trying to accomplish let's just get we got knocked off the course like we got knocked off the road, but let's get back on. Right. Let's go ahead and start pressing the acceleration. Right. You know, putting some gas on this Definitely. so we can move forward. Yeah, because I think sometimes in life, whether it's a weight loss journey, a debt free journey, whatever that journey is, mm -hmm. it's not always about perfection, but it's more so about progress. Yeah, and showing it, up. It's about Oof. progress. You just gotta keep showing up. Woo! You gotta, you gotta keep showing up. You gotta keep making progress. And when you yeah. get knocked down, you gotta get back up. In fact, the scripture says a righteous man falls seven, seven times, times but he gets Ooh. back up again. So we just yes. want to just, just pause for a second and encourage anybody out there that's on a debt-free journey mm -hmm. right now, or you're on a weight loss journey or whatever journey you're on. Yeah. Um, there will be stumbles. There will yeah. be mistakes along the way. It's mm -hmm. not about perfection, but it is more so about progress. Yes. It is about yes, progress. Yes, so. Yes. So Lena and I stayed on this journey, yeah. for, and it's been over yeah. five years. It's been it's been yeah. a, about a five year journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Started at around again close to hundred thousand yeah. dollars, like right yeah. around ninety seven or ninety eight. Yeah. And and so this week, yeah, May twenty twenty, <laughs> yeah, we sent that last yeah. payment to. To Sally Mae. Yeah. We yeah. we divorced Sally Mae. Yeah. We said no more. Yep. Mm -hmm. We divorced her and Lena mm -hmm. and I sat down still on our couch and just said, I cannot believe yeah. we made yeah. it to the end yep. of the journey. Absolutely. We actually broke the finish line mm -hmm. of being completely mm -hmm. debt free. Mm -hmm. It was a great, great feeling. Yeah. It felt surreal. It felt we felt accomplished. Yeah. We felt that we had honored God. Yes. Um, yes. We felt that we had set an example for our children. Yes. Uh, we felt like we had set an example for our church yeah. family, yeah. Um, for friends. Yeah. And I cannot begin to tell you guys the the overwhelming sense of peace. Yeah. We felt knowing that in yeah. this moment. There is not one debt hanging over our yeah, head. Yeah, and absolutely. it had been a long time coming. Yeah. A lot of stumbles. But we stayed the course. Right. And we, we right. made it to the end. Yeah, yeah. And so And I will say this, guys, that I don't know if, if you guys are listening for the first time that my husband, he's a pastor. So we um we lead a church in the Atlanta area. And for me, I think um I have a conviction that we can't just 
te- we can't teach people something that we're not living ourselves. Mm-hmm. And even though people didn't know our financial situation, mm-hmm. I knew it. We knew what we were going through. Mm-hmm. Like our our church doesn't know what what our finances look like, and that's okay. But I know, mm-hmm. and so I felt like for us, we had to live this thing out. We can't speak with authority about something that we haven't walked out first. Mm. And I feel like, um, you know, what happens in the head trickles down to the body. That's good. And that if we set the example, that's good, that it will flow into every area. Now, hold on. You got to come back with that again. (laughs) What happens in the head trickles down to the body. So I just want to pause and I just want (laughs) to believe God for all of our victory family. Yeah. Yeah. We just believe, God, that that financial freedom will trickle Let's down go. into all of your homes yes. in the name yes. of Jesus yes. and the wisdom to 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 lead yourselves into financial yes. freedom. We pray will trickle down into your home. So I just want to pause and yeah. just believe yeah. that for our family, yeah, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, guys. So I'm not, um, you know, I'm, my husband, he's from the show me state. I'm not from the show me state. My dad was from the show me state, which is uh, New York. But I'm not one of these kind of people that just want to talk something. I want to walk it out. Yeah. So I mean, I, 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 th- I think this kind of and Lena and I's both DNA. <laughs> like, um, like we we uh, we got uh, like allergies to hypocrisy. Yeah. And we we want to we want to do our best to try to in the light and in private to try to honor God. That's so if, if I'm preaching it, That's you know, it. we want to try to live it. We live in it. If we if we're posting it, we want to yep. try to live it. Yeah. And I, I remember I remember Lena. I don't know if you remember this. Like for many many Sundays, standing up on a stage and telling people like, listen, I know my car is ten years old. Yeah, but it's working. I know Listen, it, it broke. Hey. It broke down last week, but I got it <laughs> right. fixed. Yes, I know my wife got an old truck, but it's working. Yeah, and um, and and I, I don't know if people, you know, on Sundays when I said that if they took that serious or not. But but see now they can see the fruit of that. The, <laughs> right. Why we we wasn't just nah. you know just busting out with brand new cars and no we silently we was yeah, on a mission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To climb out of debt. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and and I also want to say this even with Lena being a CFO there were plenty of times I said Lena let's buy this we need to get this she's like no honey remember we we have a goal. We have a goal. And so there was a lot of times she had to say and I had to submit to that like mm. okay Lena that's fine because mm. some, sometimes submission is mutual it's mm. not I know it's not always. I'm the husband, submit, submit, I'm the man. It's sometimes submission has to be mutual yeah. when you're in agreement. So right. I was like, okay, Lena, you're right. We're not going to buy this. We're not going to get this. Right. And and I can't even begin to share with you the amount of sacrifice we've had to make oh, yeah. in the dark. Yeah. I mean, our children too. Yeah. Uh, not getting new clothes every single year and, yeah. and us yeah. not having yeah. new vehicles and you know, beans are, there's a, yeah, there's, there's a yeah. lot of sacrifice yeah, yeah, yeah. in the dark. But, but I will say this. We never <clears throat> went without. We always had what we needed. Right. We always had what we needed and there was no lack. There was no lack. So God always provided. He always provided. Always provided. Yeah. So we want to just take these last few minutes of this episode to just give you some tips on financial stewardship and debt cancellation mm-hmm. and point you to some resource we think will be a blessing to you. Um, before I share those tips with you, we just want to say, listen, um, it is very important for us um, to just take very seriously how we manage our finances. Yes. Um, a study shows that this is one of the leading causes of depression, frustration, 
divorce mm-hmm, and marriages. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when our finances are just out of whack and all mm-hmm. over the place, it just creates a, such a weight of stress yes, on people's lives. And sometimes there is this mm. false belief that we can overcome financial issues by just making more money. But if you make more money and still have bad principles yeah. and bad habits, you yeah. will still have stress. Yep. I mean, you can make a seven-figure income and still be having a seven-figure life and mm. still have no margin and still be frustrated. Right. And somebody else can have a $24,000 income and yep. live way beneath yep. their means, live humble, yep. understand minimalism, even for a season, and still have peace. And so we want you to understand financial peace is not just about making large sums of money. It's more about discipline and stewardship. Yeah, so here good. are some 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 closing so tips good. we want to give you to help point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Because we believe that this is God's will for his people. And even if you're not a follower of Jesus, even if you're not a Christian, we believe that just financial stewardship will be a blessing to you as well. Yeah. Okay. So first off, number one, we want to just suggest to everybody before we go any further that you take some time to go research Dave Ramsey. You can find him at DaveRamsey.com, RamseySolutions.com, Financial Peace University. So number one, we want to recommend everybody who's listening, if you can, to take Financial mm. Peace yes, University, please. FPU. Please. Okay. You can find it online. You can get the teachings online. Yeah. You can go to any local churches yeah. or organizations that's hosting Financial mm-hmm. Peace University. Yeah. I think it's about a six-week course. Each session is about 30 minutes, yeah. you, and it is life-changing yeah. and is impactful. Why do we suggest that first? Mm-hmm. We suggest that first because we think that you have to have a conviction in your heart. Right about being debt free you have yeah. to have a conviction in your heart yeah. about financial management so we want to recommend that first with these tips right. because you must have right. a conviction and guys look there is an investment i think it's 97 dollars, but it is worth it you have to be able listen you got to invest in yourself mm-hmm. if you don't invest in yourself then what you gonna? i mean listen this thing will change your life if you really listen and apply these principles that are taught it will change you forever. Yes, you saw. Uh, so make the investment. Make the investment in yourself, and like like Lena said, not only make the investment, but apply yeah. the principles. Yes. Apply the teaching. I think one of the things that hurts me the most as a pastor and a person who communicates truth on a consistent basis is seeing people receive the truth, hear the truth, write it down, post about it, tweet about it, but don't apply it. And it's the application that brings the transformation. I mean, we hear so many sermons, so many messages, so many teachings, but we need to apply what we're hearing. We took this teaching and applied it. Like Lena said, we made an investment and we've seen the harvest of it. So number one, we want to recommend everybody take Financial Peace University because the beginning of this journey, it Mm. must start with education and conviction. That's good. Let me say that again. The beginning of this journey, it must start with education Mm -hmm. and conviction. You must be educated about Mm -hmm. this, about debt cancellation. You must be educated about money management and you must have a core conviction that is absolutely essential for you to do this. Okay. He will teach you about the seven baby steps Mm -hmm. and what Mm -hmm. those are from having your first um, uh, emergency fund to paying off your debt to saving three to six months of income to purchasing a home paying off college for kids investing 
awesome steps. You just want to follow them one after the other. That's what yep. Lena and I have been doing for the last couple of years, following those baby steps one after the other. So number one, Financial Peace University. Yeah. Number two, there is a teaching that I did at our church called The Art of Stewardship. It is available online at victorychurchatl.org, or you can go to philipanthonymitchell.com. You go to the section for messages, and there's a teaching there called The Art of Stewardship. That teaching in The Art of Stewardship is a five-part teaching that will teach you about management, debt cancellation, margin, about how to steward not only money, but opportunities, time, mm. whatever the case may be. I know Ooh. sometimes when you hear a pastor talk about a finance series, we think we're going to be beating people over the head for tithes and offering. That, is, that series is nothing like that, okay? So we want to encourage you, number one, to Financial Peace University. We want to encourage you, number two, to listen to the teaching, The Art of Stewardship. It's available online at victorychurchatl.org or philipanthonymitchell.com. Thirdly, we want to encourage you that you share this journey with others to create what we call accountability mm -hmm, along the mm -hmm. way. So if you're single, do this journey with a friend. Yeah. If you're a married couple, do this journey with another married couple. Lena and I have done this journey with some friends of ours mm -hmm. who also became debt-free <laughs> um, just a couple weeks before us. Yep. I think about two weeks before we yep. became debt-free, they became yep. debt-free. Yep. So shout out to them. Yes. Okay, they became debt-free. They was on the same journey. Yep. They went through Financial Peace University. They went to Beans and Rice. And they've been following the baby steps, and they came out a mountain of debt as well. And yeah. so we want to share this journey with others so that there will be accountability and encouragement yeah. to go along this journey. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth mm -hmm. thing we will share to you is that we want to encourage you, obviously. I'm saying it as the fourth step. It could have, should have probably been the first step. But just pray and ask God to help you. Okay, all along this journey, Lena and I have prayed. We have asked God to help us. Mm. We've asked yeah, God man. to help us with resources, help us with wisdom. Ooh. And God has certainly, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> undoubtedly <laughs> helped us he has. along this journey. Oh. God oh. has oh, helped absolutely. us along this journey. He has encouraged us. He has given us wisdom. Yep. He's blessed us sometimes with resources we didn't know was coming. Yes checks in the mail yep. we did not know was coming yep. supernatural yep. provision yep. Yep. and I, I will i will close out our time together with just um this story uh i remember uh lena lena had a, a goal of us being completely debt free mm -hmm. uh, by the age of 40. Uh, right around that time we was almost there and i went out and i bought furniture and we needed new for our furniture was old and ratty and i was frustrated and i kind of hopped off the path <laughs> for just a moment and lena was so hurt um because we didn't hit that goal of being debt free by 40 and she cried and i remember seeing my wife cry uh, about us not hitting that goal and it hurt me really deeply to see that she really had a conviction about doing this for our family and i remember i would take long walks and just praying god man forgive me for what i did i shouldn't have bought all this furniture whatever the case and praying for god to send us a windfall god would you just bless us with X amount of dollars, we could pay off the debt. And I prayed that for almost a year, and God didn't answer that prayer. Mm. And then I was reminded of the story of a woman who was in debt. She had two sons. Mm. Uh, the prophet Elijah had come to her home. The prophet Elijah had come to her home. And she asked the prophet for help. The prophet gave her one instruction. Mm. Everybody listen to me. He said, I want you to go borrow jars from your neighbors and not a few. Ah. 
She obeyed those instructions. She borrowed a lot of jars, and then God began to fill those jars with oil supernaturally. He filled every jar she borrowed with oil until she had enough resources to pay off her debt, and she had extra for her home. God delivered her from debt, not with a windfall, but with her incremental obedience. Let me say that again. God delivered her from debt, not with a windfall, but with incremental obedience. She borrowed one jar. He filled it up. She borrowed a second jar. He filled it up. She borrowed a third jar. He filled it up. We don't know how long that process took. The scripture does not tell us. But what we do know is that God heard the cry of a single mother who was drowning in debt. And he delivered her from debt, not with a windfall but with incremental obedience. He delivered her from debt, not with a windfall, but with incremental obedience. God did not deliver Lena and I from debt with a windfall. He delivered us from debt with incremental obedience. So I want to close out this episode by encouraging everybody out there to pray and seek God and ask him to give you the wisdom and the resources to deliver you from debt and to set you on a path of good financial stewardship. Notice I use the word stewardship Mm -hmm. because we are stewards, not Mm -hmm. owners. Mm -hmm. Everything we have comes from God. The earth is the Lord and the fullness of. So the Bible teaches clearly that everything we have belongs to the Lord. We are only managers. We are not owners. Ask God to give you wisdom for good financial stewardship Take Financial Peace University. Mm -hmm. Listen to the series I taught, The Art of Stewardship, and bring somebody along with you in the journey and follow the steps piece by piece, teaching by teaching, incrementally being obedient and trust God to do the rest. God delivered that single mother from debt, not with a windfall, but with incremental obedience. Mm. And God oftentimes would bless our lives, not with windfalls, but with incremental obedience. That's not only in our finances, but in other areas of our life, from marriage to finance to parenting, God will bless our lives through our incremental obedience. So again, Financial Peace University, the art of stewardship. Bring in some accountability, friends, Mm -hmm. and pray and ask God to help you. For Lena and I, our prayer and our hope is that for those listening to this, some of you who have seen our testimony on social media, that you would either get back on your journey or you will start your journey, Mm -hmm. but that you will burst the tape of that finish line of being completely debt-free, honoring the scriptures, Romans 13, 8, owe no man anything except to love him. That's God's word. Owe no man anything except to love him. The only debt that God wants us to have in this life is the debt to love Mm. other human beings in spite of what they do, in spite of how they behave. The only debt he wants us to have in this life is the debt to love other people. He said the borrower is slave to the lender. So God wants us to come out of debt. We pray that this teaching, this episode has been a blessing to you, family. We just want to encourage you to run this journey. If you stumble, get back up. And if you're not on it, get on it. 
and we're just so excited. Uh, we feel faith right now mm. uh, rising yeah. up in the room. I feel yeah. faith yeah. right now rising up wherever you're listening to this, whether you're on a walk, you're sitting at home, you're in your car. We just believe faith for you. Yeah. We believe that God is going to do something awesome um, in your life. And so we're just going to pray. Uh, Father, thank you for this opportunity to share this teaching with your people. We pray, God, you grant people the wisdom to start a financial transformation of their life, a debt-free journey. We pray, God, Lord, that you will send them the resources they need to do that and the discipline they need to finish this journey. We pray a blessing over everyone listening and a special blessing over our Victory family. May they see the harvest of their mm. obedience. And we thank you, God, for all that you're doing in our lives. We love you and we honor you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. We love you guys. We see you on our next episode of Real Talk with Philip and Lena Mitchell. All right. Bye.